the Elevate Yourself podcast is brought to you in partnership with Athletic Brewing. Athletic Brewing is beer that is brewed without compromise. It tastes just like the hard stuff, except you don't get any of the baggage. So no hangover, less calories, less sugar, super yummy, and you can drink it any time of day. Encourage you to check them out at athleticbrewing.com and use code ELEVATE30. That's right, code ELEVATE30 at checkout for 30% off your first order. Do it. Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast. I'm Rob, and I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I feel super lucky. I work for this awesome company called Elevation Health. And in each episode of this show, I get to have a conversation with folks from all different walks of life about how they elevate themselves. It's my hope that these conversations will make you think, force you to change your best, and as a result, help you get a little bit closer to becoming the best version of you. Dr. Basson, thank you so much for doing this. Welcome to the show. Well, I'm so excited to be here today. It's a little exciting time in um, in the United States with giving thanks for everything. So it's a good time to be seeing each other. Yes, it is. I'm sure thankful for you and thankful for you joining us. Just tell folks a little bit about your your, your background and your, your training and your education. How, how'd you end up where you are today? Well, I have always known that I wanted to be a dietitian or a doctor or something in the healthcare field. And so I set myself up pretty early in life to go to college. I got a degree in dietetics then a master's in nutritional sciences and a PhD later in life in food science. And my goal was to cover all the dietetics fields um, that I could, both in education and experience, so that I could work wherever I wanted to work in the United States. So I also have, I've, I have taught at the, the um, high school level, the, the um, college level. I've been in every clinical setting you can think of from from schools to universities to hospitals. Um, so I've had a wide range of um, background, but my favorite part of all of that was actually in food service. And uh, I've had my own restaurant. I became a, a certified executive chef at a pretty young age. And um, so I really like to be in the kitchen with family and friends and prepare delicious meals. Yes, and just for the record, you make the best peanut butter cookies I think I've I, I, I've ever had. Um, see, that's just fun fact. Um, I we can get a few more of those for you at some point. <laughs> yes, please, 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 please. Um, this time of year, um, people are people are cooking um, big meals. What are some of the things that maybe someone should be aware of, just maybe just from a food safety standpoint of cross-contamination? I mean, you're an expert in this space. I think sometimes people get a little bit over-concerned and then also under-concerned. Right. right. Well, the biggest thing, the first thing I always think about is personal safety. You know, keep the, the dogs and cats out of the kitchen because you may have hot oil or hot foods. Um, make sure you know how to use your equipment. If you're going to use a, a turkey fryer, make sure you know how to use it so you don't set anything on fire. Um, watch out for those sharp knives and um, maybe young children don't need to be in the kitchen doing that type of thing, but maybe they can be um, uh, mixing or spooning. So those are kind of some personal things. 
Um, and then food safety, temperatures are probably the biggest thing. You wanna make sure that anything that's supposed to be cold is kept at um, uh, 45 degrees or less. I try to say 40. Um, I try to keep everything at, at 40 or less. Um, if you're gonna cook it, make sure that you know like your the temperature of your turkey should be 165. So um, make sure that you're, uh, you, you're, you have a thermometer handy. Um, if you're going to um, thaw something, it needs to be done in the refrigerator and that may take time. So, uh, you know, a, a four to 12 pound turkey may take two to six hours to thaw in the refrigerator. So you need to remember that. If you're going to cook vegetables, they need to be at 135 degrees or above. And if you're gonna reheat anything like those good turkey leftovers or ham leftovers, they need to be at 165 or above. So those are some things, some very minimal things that you could think about while you're in the kitchen. That's excellent. Um, you, you, you mentioned the, the leftovers. Um, how long are my leftovers good for? So I, I go home with uh, a nice big uh, piece of Tupperware full of grandma's good cooking. Um, how long is that good in my refrigerator before I should think about freezing or make sure I eat it? Right. So um, you should keep things like that refrigerated or on ice as you take them home. They sh nothing should sit out for more than two hours. Um, so that's kind of the rule of thumb. So you have your dinner. And then you take the turkey apart, you put the soup in smaller containers, but everything goes into the refrigerator um, pretty quickly afterwards. And then you can take your walk. Um, Storage-wise, uh, something like stuffing, probably uh, three days. Um, something like your turkey, up to seven if you've handled it correctly. Um, something like jello, probably five days or until it doesn't look good any longer. So, um, that's a, a real good rule of thumb is if it doesn't look good or smell good, then get rid of it. And if you know it hasn't been handled correctly, then you should get rid of it immediately rather than store it. And you should use airtight containers. Um, you might have Ziploc bags. You might have um, Tupperware-like containers. Uh, you might wrap it in foil. There's all kinds of ways that you can keep the air out and any bacteria that you're trying not to transfer out. So different times for different for different things, but most everything uh, meat-wise will last up to seven days. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, what would you say, I guess shifting gears for just a second, thinking about healthy eating and just healthy principles during the holidays, do you, do you have a guiding principle or just a general principle? I do. For I do. I remind myself whenever I'm going somewhere to eat with others, there's going to be a huge spread. No matter where I go, there's going to be appetizers and then there's going to be a meal and then there's going to be a dessert. And there's going to be so many things on the table that I'm, I'm going to be tempted to eat everything. It's all going to be delicious and it's all I'm going to want second helpings maybe even because it tastes so good. But I try to remember everything in moderation. And so I, I try everything. Um, I, if I don't like it, I don't eat it. Um, I make no qualms about that. If pumpkin pie is not my thing, then I'm sorry, but I'm not eating your pumpkin pie. Um, but that saves room for the oyster stuffing, which I truly love. Um, there are some foods that we know not to eat a lot of, and that's those processed foods. 
and uh, fried foods and sweets and colas. Um, one thing that I know puts a lot of weight on me is potatoes and bread. So I eat very little potatoes and bread. Um, but everything else, I'll give it a good shot during uh, this holiday season. And then the big thing beyond the healthy eating is the healthy physical activity. So rather than all of us, we'll go to the kitchen, we'll put everything up together, we'll be chatting and singing and having a good time. But then we're going to, instead of sitting down and watching TV, we're going to go take a walk. And we'll put on whatever we got to put on to stay warm, but we'll walk around the neighborhood, we'll We'll look at people's decorations. We'll we'll look at um, we'll say hi to people. We'll pet the dogs. Whatever it is that we're doing, but that just gets us revved up a little bit, and then we can go back and we can sit down and watch all the wonderful things that are on TV during this season. But those are kind of what we think. Um, we really watch everything in moderation because it's really easy to overeat during this Thanksgiving to Christmas period. And, um, and it's much harder to come off than it is to put on. <laughs> it is. It is. Unfortunately it is, but the, the walk, everything, I, I agree with everything you said, of course. Um, but yeah, I think that that walk afterwards, you just, you feel better, right? And you're moving right. things around and we, we, we know this is good for you know, that blood and glucose rush afterwards. So yeah, all exactly. good things. Well, another good thing about that though, Rob, is that it, when you come back, maybe you don't want to sit down and watch. Right. TV. Maybe right. you want to play a game or go out and shoot basketball or play ping pong. And so it kind of gets you in the mode to move a little bit more rather than to be sedentary. Yeah. Um, you talked earlier about all the different levels and students that you've taught. And um, you've been a, a wonderful teacher and mentor to me. And I would just love to kind of maybe hear some of the, the lessons that you've learned in teaching and some of maybe some joy, um, you're a joyful person, but the, your joy of teaching and lessons that you've learned about yourself um, from students. Well, I like people. And so I'm also a perpetually positive individual with few exceptions. And so I think that I have found that, that those characteristics have made me be able to connect with people on a on their level. Um, and um, I really enjoy that. I love the those that know nothing and are trying to learn something. I love those that know something and are trying to, to really expand their horizons. And I love those that have expanded their horizons and are, are looking for future opportunities. And so I like to think that I challenge them and then in return, they challenge me. Um, I uh, have never met a person that I didn't like. I have met some that I don't want to be around, but um, everyone has value and that allows me to feel good about myself as well because you know life throws you lemons. And so you have to find some way um, to keep that perpetually happy or most of the time. Um, characteristic. So that's probably the biggest thing. They challenge me and bring as much joy and frustration to me as they do for, that students do for me. So it's it's a definitely a two way street, and that's probably what I love most about it. Oh my goodness! What a great oh! I'm always, there's like somebody at Hallmark. I hope is listening to this um, because <laughs> they there's uh, oh my goodness! That's wonderful. Um, well, you're really good at 
Bob, you're a really good example. You're, you're wanting to move on in the world of nutrition and physical um, activity. And you know that things are constantly changing and there's new trends and there's new research. And so you're you're seeking to better yourself so that you can have a, a career much like a wonderful career that I've had. So doesn't mean there's not any ups and downs, but it sure is uh, fun to keep challenging yourself. It is. It, it is. And thank you for that. And a, a big reason of that is having you supporting me and encouraging me um, and being such a, a great, a great teacher that, that just cares. Um, we kind of mentioned a few things here, but I am curious. Well, I'm going to ask you a couple rapid fire questions here. Okay. What's uh, what's one thing you do every day or try to do every day that you think elevates you um, that makes you a better version of yourself? Smiling. Uh, I have found that it's pretty hard to be down in the dumps or upset about something if you're smiling, and especially if someone is smiling back at you. So uh, hugs would be another thing. My father used to say that um, everyone needed at least eight hugs a day, and it didn't matter where they came from. Could be the dog, could be the children, could be your friends, could be um, uh, collaborators, um, could be your family. So um, I think between smiles and hugs, uh, that's about as good as it gets. <laughs> I I like this eight hug thing. I'm gonna have to to work on that. You just you just do feel better after a hug. I mean, yeah. there's just it, no matter where you are or what's happening, you feel better after a hug. Um, what's we've talked cooking here? What's one ingredient or a spice or just maybe it's, it's something else, but is what's one ingredient that you always have on hand at your house? Maybe a couple, but what's the well, one that well, you olive oil? Olive oil is the first one. And olive oil is kind of near and dear to my heart because, um, as you know, I am a fond of Italy. I'm very fond of going to Italy. And um, I've been to many agriculture estates and found some really cool olive oils along the way. So I've learned a lot about olive oils in that, that process. So olive oil is one. Um, fruit is another. Bananas and apples, um, I almost always have those on the counter, um, sometimes oranges. Um, but those are the things that you'll always find in my, find in my house. Milk in the refrigerator. Always milk in the refrigerator. Best purchase in the last year for less than $100. So we have a Greyhound. And the Greyhound was a past racer from Florida. And so the weather in Kentucky can get a little bit chilly. So I purchased her a pink overcoat with a gray hoodie. And she is absolutely, she has matching um, pink booties to keep, to protect her um, paws from either the hot sun or the, the snow or the salt on the sidewalk. So that's the last thing that I purchased that was under $100 that I love because she's just absolutely gorgeous in it. Oh my goodness! And the and the uh, we're talking about Pop Tart um, is is your your dog's name. So now I'm envisioning like looking like a, a yummy strawberry Pop Tart. Um, just, uh, <laughs> just, uh, um, we talked about some fruit that you have around and your love of oyster stuffing. Uh, what about a snack? Is there a favorite holiday snack? Or if you know your kids are coming over, you're gonna have company. Do you have a go-to holiday snack? Yeah, I like um, a trail mix because I like, I can put a little chocolate in it. I can put some raisins in it that are good um, for you. I can put nuts in it. Uh, I can put a few cereals. There's a lot of things you can do with trail mix. So um, I like a good trail mix. 
Unbelievable. I love a good holiday trail mix. Um, favorite quote? Do you have a quote that um, I love quotes? You you know this about me. Do you do you have a do you have a go to quote? I do, and it's also on the plaque as you come to my house on the front porch. It's as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, and that comes from the Bible, of course, Joshua twenty four fifteen. So that's my favorite one. That that kind of keeps me grounded as well. I have to remember that it's this is not my final resting place, and that there are. Um, there are other things to come in the future that will also challenge me. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to move to our, our final question here. Um, do you have a current like feel good song that maybe you play in the kitchen or something you sing to yourself or at the holidays, you know, you're like, okay, well, all right. Life's good. Life's good. Yeah. yeah. So I, um, I really like uh, Jonas by um, uh, the Jonas brothers sucker by the Jonas brothers. And then I, um, I really like Onward Christian Soldiers because I can sing to the, it's kind of a deep, has a deep voice and I can sing out loud and, and sound really silly. Um, both in both of those cases, I can sound and look very silly. <laughs> I'm going to have to add the Jonas Brothers, but I'm with you on, on Christian Soldiers. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Well, Dr. Baston, thank you so much for doing this today. I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing this insight with our listeners. Thank you. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. As I mentioned, I work for Elevation Health, and we've been in business for 27 years, creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. That's right, folks, 27 years. And in our 27 years, we've seen it all. So whatever your needs might be, we got you covered. From fitness management and online training to on-site classes and integrated technology, we help small and large groups alike get healthy and stay engaged. I encourage you to learn more about us at contactelevation.com and to follow us on social media at elevation.health.